Okay, I'd like to welcome you to another episode of Money Matters Top Tips for Success, where each and every day I bring on new business owners, entrepreneurs, and executives and have them share their top tips for success with you. My name is Adam Torres. You can follow me on Instagram at Ask Adam Torres to keep up with my book releases, book tour schedule, signings, all that other good stuff. Always love to connect with you there. And as always, if you'd like to apply to become a co-author of one of my upcoming books, just head on over to the website, moneymatterstoptips.com, and click on Become an Author to Apply. All right, so today I have Matt Leffler on the line. He's the Regional Vice President of Sales over at Dickinson Fleet Services. Uh, Matthew, welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Adam. I'm really excited to be here. So, Matt, I'm excited to get more into what you're doing over at Dickinson Fleet Services. But before we do that, let's get a little bit further into your background. So how did you get started in your career and in business? That's a really interesting story. Um, I started this really when I was very, very young. My dad was in transportation uh, his entire career. He started off with back before they had deregulation. um, There were basically three large trucking companies. There was Roadway, Yellow, and Consolidated Freight. And my dad worked for Roadway. And then he had a chance to go work for another organization called Airborne. And Airborne is what is now considered DHL. And he ran half the fleet for DHL for a period of time. And he got the opportunity to make a bid on a garage for a company, a division of Roadway called RPS, or Roadway Package Systems, which is today FedEx Ground. So we were living in Chicago, and I was about six years old when he started a company called Outsource Fleet Services. And that business was when he took over the very first garage for FedEx Ground out in Sacramento, California. For the next 10 years, he drove back and forth from Chicago to Sacramento to help grow that business. And for a period of time, we were one of the largest vendors for FedEx Ground in the entire country. Uh, He ran that business up until about 2018, which is when we were acquired uh, by Dickinson's Elite Services. So I've been in the transportation repair business my entire life. Um, I've always been a uh, person who was either the rule of my family was you had a, you went to school full time and then you worked or you did a sport. So when I was a younger man, I did sports and football and track and field. And I had a chance to run uh, Division One for a period of time at Western Michigan in the quarter mile. And the best thing I can talk about is my experience working retail. I was a store manager at KB Toys. I was a home theater sales guy at Best Buy. I waited tables. I worked at any place I could uh, to put myself uh, through law school. And I got my JD and I practiced law downtown Chicago for a few years doing toxic tort, commercial litigation, um, different corporate uh, issues. And then I had a chance to go really spend some time with my dad and learn more about the business that I had always been around but never had a chance to really understand. And so for six amazing years, I worked with my father from 2012 to 2018 as we built that company with the mentality that we learned um, from working with FedEx and working with any really sophisticated customer. It's about customer-centric understanding and listening to customers to figure out what it is that they really want. And some customers are really good. They'll tell you what they want. Um, FedEx, when we worked with them in the, in the, in the, on the maintenance side for the ground division, uh, they told you exactly what they expected, and that is how we had the success that we did being a vendor of the year multiple times in a row. And what I find so fascinating now, my dad's out of the business and I'm now with Dickinson Fleet Services, is that that training in retail um, has really cut my teeth to understand every aspect of our of the logistics and transportation side of the business, but really understanding customers, what customers really truly want. 
so that's kind of an overview of my my general background what I do. What kind of um, advice did you give to that new, um, let's say, college grad or somebody that's just getting started that's thinking about um, entering the career of, like, logistics and transportation? Because, I mean, it's just so interesting, some of the things that are going on. We have spent the last 20 years telling people that the skilled trades are not really good opportunities for career paths, and that's simply wrong. The most common profession in the country right now is truck driver. The most common way that you get your stuff is going to a retail store, but that is changing. And so what makes transportation so fascinating is that we are the thing that links everyone together, whether it's manufacturers, distributors, retailers, people who are doing importing and exporting, anybody brokering things. This industry is where private equity and every bit of technology is being pushed. It's amazing to see a landscape that was, it's a very few years ago, based on hard assets with truck companies, major publicly traded companies like your Hunts and your Werners and your Swifts that have hard assets and trailers competing with non-asset based companies like Uber Freight. It's incredible the change that's happening. So what I think is really interesting is whether young grads want to understand supply chain and logistics and transportation, they don't get a choice anymore because customer buying habits change everything. Amazon ordered 20,000 Sprinter chassis uh, for the daily delivery, and it just gives you just a piece of what is to come. The customer experience about having products brought to your house at the same price as you would have had that at the store is the same we're talking about with everything else. What these retailers originally offered you was a better price or better experience or better whatever. But now what they're giving you is more time. And if you value time, and every single person should value their time, this is the way that you understand that in the supply chain and logistics side of this business. That's awesome. Um, let's switch it up, Matt. Let's talk a little bit more about what you're doing as regional vice president of sales over at Dickinson Fleet Services. Uh, so what, what kind of products do you typically work on? The kind of projects I work on are solution-oriented. Uh, it's always a challenge in terms of the way that you see people buy things differently. That means the asset class that's being used to bring that to your property or however else you're getting that distributed um, requires different types of maintenance. So the old days when people had big warehouses full of materials, those are kind of going away. And what we're finding more is just in time. So the projects that I work on are mobility solutions. We are, my organization, Dickinson Fleet Services, is the largest aftermarket repair and maintenance business that is primarily based on mobile trucks and trailers. We've got 500 mobile mechanics all across the United States that are working first shift, second shift, third shift to make sure that those assets that are on the road carrying the stuff that people care about are going to be arriving safely and undamaged. And that's the value that we try to sell is the ability to maintain assets without having the major brick and mortar that makes everything else cost so, so very much. Any kind of trends you're noticing in your industry in general and fleet service and kind of and, 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 um, and kind of accomplishing your mission there? It's a great question. Um, the 10-year plans are gone. Uh, the trends we see vary not just year to year, but quarter by quarter. Uh, it's wow. incredible. That's fast. It's, it's, it's amazing. It is so interesting because 
it's what we're seeing on the transportation side. And this is true with retail because retail at this point is becoming much more aligned to transportation generally. One you have to think about is private label is what most retailers gravitate towards. And private label is really a way they can control the customer experience on a given product. And if you start, if you're buying stuff from Amazon, I'm sure everyone of your, your listeners are, are getting things through Amazon or through different uh, methods of direct-to-consumer deliveries. But what's so interesting is you're seeing brands that are dying off. I mean, Haynes can't tell you what's making their brand suffer, but Mack Weldon and MeUndies are direct-to-consumer products. And that's what is so interesting is the old days of managing and marketing to a retailer to put your stuff on someone's shelf, those are gone. So it's amazing to see how people are pivoting. You just in our industry alone, you look at someone like Berkshire Hathaway who owns not just BNSF but Extra Lease as well as um, a Marmon Group, which is a major component manufacturer of a whole bunch of different heavy-duty pieces of equipment. And it was just in – I think it was May this year they announced – that part of that group bought $900 million of Amazon. So this is what makes this thing so interesting is that at the end of the day, everybody is trying to find out how can I get this thing to my customer in the most efficient way possible. And everybody's got different ways to solve that. And as that continues to be the trend, the opportunities for maintenance become much more imperative because if you think about the way that FedEx Ground operates versus what UPS operates. The people from FedEx Ground are all independent contractors, every single one of them, whereas the UPS people are company employees. So you have a whole understanding of different levels of relationships between the people who are bringing you your product. And that's the same with Amazon, which is mostly independent contractors. It's fascinating, and it, it, it changes to a degree on a week-to-week basis. That's awesome. Uh, so, Matt, if somebody's listening to this and they want more inf- to learn more about Dickinson Fleet Services or to connect with you, what's the best route for them to do that? The best way to uh, reach out to me is go to DickinsonFleetServices.com. You can find me on LinkedIn as well. I'm, you know, I love to talk about this industry. I love to tell people that there's a career path that's waiting for you. I, I, I love being a, that I'm an attorney and I had a background in that, but this is what I love transportation and every business is really based on retail. It's about relationships. So if people want to learn more about this, please feel free to reach out to me. I'd love to talk with them. That's awesome. Uh, So Matt, thank you again for coming on the show and to the audience as always. I hope you got a lot of value out of this. Uh, If you did, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast, leave me a review, do all those great things we do to support our podcasters. I really do appreciate it. And uh, Matt, thanks again for coming on the show. Thank you.